thick juggalo dominates petite blonde. <laughs> well, there goes our podcasting career. Welcome to Grapples and Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you are as excited as I am for playoff hockey tomorrow or later today, depending on when you listen to it. Excuse me. Um, what was that? Uh, I, I would. I'm excited for playoff hockey, but um, what I'm I'm more excited about is wishing the big dog, big sexy. Joey, a happy yes, birthday. Sir. Yes, sir. Wishing happy... a congratulations to the big oog dog, one half of the Suburban Brothers, on him and his wife, and finally getting a girl, yep. having having an, another kid. That big, that big things, big, big things, big things, big things. The big three zero for the big dog and. Kid number three, baby girl number one for my brother and his fam. So, big things, big things. Hockey tomorrow, oh, baseball yeah. tonight, oh, basketball yeah. yesterday, and of it course, is. the wrestlings. That's what you're here for. On SoundCloud.com slash Grapples and Apples. Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Play Music. You got Apple Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you are listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why, because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate from not too far away, but feels like a million miles away. The very sensual, the very doink. Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the General Shades. Now, folks, we've got some injuries to report, both in major North American promotions and major non-North American promotions. We've got some debuts going on. We have some career moves happening. We got some, some title changes or not changes, official titles? I don't know. And we have an attack from a fiend to a bliss. But before we get into all that, my man Shades, do me a favor, sir. What is that? Ring that bell. So, firstly, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the ticking time bomb, Horomu Takahashi, was going to be off this week from New Japan shows, possibly even next week, due to a shoulder injury. The exact um, details of that injury have not been disclosed, but... Obviously, we're hoping that he gets better sooner rather than later. Takahashi's a phenomenal performer. And so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shades. I didn't mean phenomenal. He's an amazing performer. Well, well he's he's part of LIJ, so he gets the pass, you know? He gets okay, the okay, okay. He, he gets the phenomenal pass. Okay. But yeah, the ticking time bomb, he's so good. And, you know, I just I just hope he gets back sooner rather than later. I mean, he just came back from a devastating mm-hmm. neck injury mm-hmm. to recapture the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. 
I hope that this is just a minor, you know, just, you know, like what would they call it in, in sports, you know, maintenance, just making sure yeah. staying off of it, doing whatever he needs to do. Um, cause without, uh, Takahashi. LIJ's limping. Ooh, limping. They are crawling right now. It's, yeah. it's just Sonata and, and Naito. Naito. Because you, you got Shingo Takagi, okay, and Bushi, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, Bushi, whatever you say. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I hope he doesn't match rather than later. Yeah. Um, but you never know with the shoulder injury. You know, you you've you've had mm-hmm. a shoulder injury. Yep. The uh, last you know, 10, 15 years. You know, there's days where you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then there's weeks where you're like, yo, I can't lift this thing right now. You know, I can't mm-hmm. lift anything. So yep. it, it's very touch and go. But, you know, unlike. I mean, like you said, I hope it's a maintenance thing. Because, like, right now, when they are putting on shows, there's still empty arena shows. So it's like, why why stress yourself? You know what I mean? If, if, I'm, if I'm Gato, if I'm New Japan. And Tanahashi says, I mean, Takahashi says anything about his shoulder being hurt. I'd be like, yo, relax. Take a breather. Uh, let's, mm-hmm. Get well. And come back when you're when you're good. Take Let's take baseball, for instance. The uh, exhibition game between the Yankees and the, um, and the Mets. DeGrom was mm-hmm. having a little bit of pain. They pulled him after the first inning. He pitched their first regular season game. You know, it's just... Yeah. It could be a stinger. It's not it could be worth anything. the risk. Exactly. It's not mm-hmm. worth the risk if it's not worth the risk. Yeah. So, smart move. I agree. Um, now, whether or not the next performers, former superstar, made a smart move, that's debatable. Miro, formerly known as Rusev, has reportedly hung up the boots for good. According to him, he says he has done professional wrestling. And will focus on his Twitch streaming career. Although Shades, you have a little update on his career, on his current fledgling career, don't you? Oh, I don't. Uh, uh, fledgling isn't the word. You poor choice of words. It's it's done before it even got off the ground. Uh, there are reports that uh, Miro's Twitch account has been banned. And the wow. possible reason for that is that C.J. Parker is her name? Mm-hmm. No, C.J. Mm-hmm. Perry. Perry, Perry, C.J. Perry. Uh, or Lana, as you know, the WWE fans would know her as. Um, she popped up on his live stream in a bikini, bikini. top. Yeah, yeah. And it violates their um, misconduct. Their, uh, really? Over-sexualization. Yeah. Um, if she was wearing like a low cut shirt and, uh, you know, like it was a sh- like a shirt though, you know, it's like a yeah. V neck and, you know, the cleavage is out. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, but to be in like a full, just bikini, it violates their, um, the Twitch rules. That's wild that just a bikini flat out period would be a violation because over sexualization. Like, I get that. But like in our social standards, like bikinis are fine over a bra which is essentially the same thing. And if you watch the video, she's not like 
she's not even busting out. Like, it's actually a quite modest, simple bikini top. Like, it just is a bikini top. But these are their rules. I mean, um, no, for sure. Bo- both guys and girls, guys specifically more, um, are not allowed to stream uh, shirtless. Really? Yeah, they're not allowed to stream shirtless. Interesting. Um, it's because it's a double standard. If, if yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so, so he's banned, that. not suspended. No, he's banned. I don't know if he's perma banned, but he's like okay. So you don't really follow like streamers, but no. there's a, a big time Twitch streamer, Doctor Disrespect, uh, super famous. Kind of wears a uh, um, he has a mustache and a wig, whole thing. Uh, he got uh, semi banned before because he recorded. Um, he 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 streamed live in a bathroom, in a public bathroom, which is illegal. Hmm. And okay. now his his account is permanently banned, but no one knows why. So like Twitch is very like hit and miss. Like okay. there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of underlying rules that that people don't know. So mm-hmm. uh, if if Miro wants to keep streaming, he's got to go to like YouTube, uh, like live streams or Facebook gaming or I don't know like what his stream was about. Um, was just but, gaming. It was just him oh, playing FIFA. It, it was okay. So then, yeah, he would have to go to like YouTube gaming or Facebook gaming. Um, I mean, you can't do Mixer anymore because Mixer's gone. Yeah, uh, Mixer was bought by Facebook. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, I, I don't sure get there's it. There's got to be ways to like appeal that stuff, no? I'm sure there is. I mean, there's a lot of uh, gamer girls out there who just it's just cleavage, right? They're not good at games. They're not. They're not like what. You, they're just. It's just cleavage. Sure. And they have a hundred k subscribers. They have you know fifty fifty k people in there, not because they want to see her game, because they want to see her games. Exactly. So well, I mean, <sighs> you'll make more money wrestling, my guy. It's, it's and speaking of which, um. Cody said in an interview that um, one of the superstars he wanted wants to sign during that like the uh, Black Wednesday was uh, Rusev. Mm-hmm. He's like he has a lot of potential, but um, we'll 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 get to AEW and their signings uh-huh. later. Because you promised me a rant, sir. Oh oh I, oh! It is coming. It is it is. Oh don't. Oh. Let's let's move on. Okay. That that wraps up the non WWE news. Shades, you want to tell them what's going on in Titan Towers? Not not much. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way almost immediately because I know you don't even want to talk about it. Um, but Chris Hemsworth is bulking up even more, and that's hard to believe because he's already right? Jack Jack City uh, right? playing Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is bulking up even more to play Hulk Hogan in a biopic or biopic. Was it biopic? Biopic. Well, either way, I call it a biopic, but it could go either way. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So uh, he's bulking up to play Hulk Hogan a biopic. Um, why does Hulk Hogan need a biopic? Who knows? 
It's not even going to be a real one. It's going to be such a fluff piece. Oh my god, I can't. It's oh yeah, no, so it's dumb. it's it's easily going to be him NWA stuff, and then him in the WWE up until probably NWO. I'm guessing because Hogan was in his late 80s, like 80s to early 90s. His WWE stuff was everywhere. I can see the climax of the movie being the match, the WrestleMania match versus The Rock. Hmm. Okay. I mean, especially if WWE Studios gets involved, 100% that'll be the the climax of the movie. Yeah, because that's that's it from him. From, well, not actually, he had his third third win there because he won the undisputed championship or the WWE championship a little bit after that. So, uh, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm not interested to see the actual movie. Like how now, we, were, we were interested to see fighting with my family. Right. Right. I, I I don't have that here. I yeah yeah. I mean, you know how like when people do movies, they have to do like physical training courses, or like they have to like do personality courses. Did Chris Hemsworth have to do like a pro racism course for this? He just hung out with a KKK. Yeah, right. Did he? <laughs> oh, oh god, I, I, everything about this makes my skin crawl. Anyway, oh god. I mean, good on Hemsworth for playing one of the, arguably one of the most iconic professional wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah. Probably, Um, I would say inarguably the most famous professional wrestler in professional wrestling history. Hmm. I mean, people like who didn't even watch wrestling knew who Hulk Hogan was. People today still know who Hulk Hogan is. Without the, I, knowing a single thing, I'm t- I think he's the most famous wrestler of all time. For and I think me, it's I hard think, to argue. I think it's it's a tie from like in my opinion between him and Ric Flair, because Ric Flair has catchphrases for days that people use still to this day. I mean, um, his daughter's still wrestling. Uh, there's a song called Ric Flair Drip, like right. So, so I think. I think Ric Flair has had a, a reemergence in the mainstream pop, pop culture because of Ric Flair drip, you know, mumble rappers wooing, so on and so forth. Um, but Hogan's always, even when he hasn't been wrestling, has always been someone that people go, like, he's synonymous with wrestling. Hey, professional yeah. wrestling? Oh, you mean like Hulk Hogan? Uh, professional wrestling? Oh, you mean like Hulk Hogan? You know what I mean? Like, that's the first I name mean, that comes yeah. out of his mouth. And Ric Flair didn't have a TV show. Right, exactly. Remember Thunder in Paradise? Brother. That that show, it was just littered with wrestling people. Like like his co-workers. Sting, you're not doing nothing? Get on this episode. Who cares? Oh, like the Big Show show. The Big Show show had like Mark Henry, Mick Foley, uh, Rikishi. Yeah, but that's him. That's him like uh, as the Big Show, just with a family, you know? Fair, fair enough. Thunder in Paradise wasn't Hulk Hogan. It was I don't even remember what Thunder in Paradise was. I just remember there was a speedboat. That's it. <laughs> ugh, ugh. And like I think if I'm not mistaken, the theme song to Thunder was like some 
Jamaican, like reggae type thunder in paradise. I was like, okay. And he's come on Channel 9. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. He's like, thanks for the song. Get out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And on UPN, oh, my God. Or the blackest network. Oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. Um, So, aside from that, we have Kyrie Sane is no longer under contract with the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the the reports were true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that isn't true yet is if she's going to have a farewell tour in the Japan. Japanese uh, women's wrestling scene. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate because she's still very young. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but this is, it's not like she's being forced to retire. This is on her own volition. Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like she's still very young. Like, yeah. It's hard for, you know, like the older guys, like the Ric Flair's and the Hulk Hogan's. You mean the ones who can't give it up? Like, like exactly. uh, Undertaker? I wasn't going to, like, I wasn't going to say Undertaker. But yes, Undertaker. Come on, um, son. So they can't give it up. And it seems that wrestlers, uh, both female and male, are with Rusev retiring, Kyrie Sane retiring. Um, maybe the wear and tear is 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 different now. You know, it's. I think um, we're also getting to a place culturally, um, at least in our country, where people are starting to kind of look inward quickly and more often, and be more willing to be like, look. I'm not happy doing this for the rest of my life. I want other things to do. There are other things in my life than than just this one thing. Because it's not just a professional wrestling. I I think we're seeing that a lot in general where people are starting to, instead of working one career, one job for like 50 years, they do their time and they call it a quit, you know? And so I think that might have some, I think we might be, you know, that might be part of it. We're getting into a place in in culture where, you know, people like Rusev or, or, you know, Kyrie might be saying, "Yo, there's more to life than wrestling. I want to enjoy the rest of my life and not just end up like some of these old time wrestlers who can barely walk." I mean, look at look at Mick Foley. Clearly, Mick Foley is an exception because yeah, he's, a he's an exception to the rule. Come on, because <laughs> he's, he's a lunatic. But I mean, look at him. Look at Terry Funk. These guys who like can barely walk. You have guys like Sting who stayed late in the game and then got hurt late in the game and now. He's got forever injuries. Bret Hart, who's you know like forever going to be concussed, you know. I, I think a lot of wrestlers are starting to take a look at what they want for the rest of their lives after wrestling, and they're deciding to make after wrestling sooner rather than later. And I don't necessarily blame them. Make your money, make your bones, and live the life. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie Sane's thirty-one. She's turning mm-hmm. thirty-two this year. Uh, Rusev is thirty-four. Um, so they're still like you know they're they're not much older than us. And they're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm I'm done. Curtains, it's curtains for me, man. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Now, let's talk about the horrific week of professional wrestling. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, there's more news. There's more news. There's. It's not really news. It's more opinion. Based in, oh, okay, in this go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, go, go, go. It, it, it is news from the WWE giving us 
Fufu updates on Rey Mysterio and his wonky eye. Stop it. Just stop it. No one cares. WWE.com reports that Rey Mysterio is getting vision back in his eye. Yeah, because it never left. That's why. Got that little Halloween eye. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on. Stop giving us false updates on Rey Mysterio's fake condition. And what's wild is that they don't give updates on anyone's injuries, faux or real, ever, other than this. When was the last time we've ever heard any sort of update on anyone's injury, whether it's fake injury or real injury? Never. I mean, they they do sometimes have, like, uh, some so-and-so went under, uh, you know... uh, had yeah oh, they had surgery, surgery. yeah successful that's it other than that's that it. that's it they're not giving us week by week updates exactly oh, it's, oh seth rollins has full range of motion in his knee now no, Ex- no exactly exactly we got none of that none of that <laughs> ray mysterio blinked three times without tearing his eye <laughs> he's getting better so care. dumb it's so dumb and it's not like it serves a purpose because Dominic is still doing, he's still running the program with Seth. So it's not like these updates are to keep Ray in the conscience of the, of the fans. It's not like this is to keep Ray and Seth's feud and running in the background because Dominic is still fully involved. So it serves no purpose, really. Hmm. Dominic Guerrero, Mysterio, Mysterio, I'm sorry. Dominic Mysterio <laughs> is... He's getting closer and closer to just having a match with Seth. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. And there's talks about rebranding Aleister Black. Oh, God. Such a mistake. Such a mistake. Don't do it. Don't Don't rebrand him. Rebook him better. Yep. Exactly. Don't rebrand. Rebook. Oh, God. He's, He's branded perfectly. But he's booked like junk. I can't. I uh, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. The whole week, this whole week of professional wrestling, Monday Night Raw, AEW Dynamite, uh, uh, NXT, SmackDown, all of it has annoyed me to no end. Like I didn't, I didn't catch, I I couldn't, I didn't catch any Impact stuff this week. Um, I'm not gonna front. And there's maybe like one or two things on SmackDown that were somewhat interesting. But other than that, like the whole week was just, I I'm remorseful. I don't even like I re, not even regret. I feel remorse for watching any of this. I was just like, you know what? Thank God baseball's back. Oh my god, dude. <sighs> okay, I, was like, I have something else to watch. Um, okay, before you rant, I have let- so much, so much. <laughs> All right, do you have a rant about the raw thing? I don't necessarily I mean, it's not a it's a baby rant because it's stupid. The way the the the, the way the finish of the Sasha Oscar match was stupid. And it does not Okay, I'm sorry. Do you want to do you want to like lead into this and then I'll gripe? Yes. So, Stephanie McMahon last week said that Sasha, Sasha Banks and Oscar are going to face one-on-one to determine who is the Raw Women's Champion. They have their match this on this 
past week's Raw. Sasha Banks wins the Raw Women's Championship via a countout because Kyrie Sane is knocked out in the back and Asuka is more upset that her friend is hurt or more worried that her friend is hurt than finishing her match, gets herself counted out, and now she's uh, Banks two belts? Two belts Banks. Two belts Banks, okay. And Bailey Dillstraps. So, so Sasha is the Raw Women's Champion. Um I I I guess if there's no technical champion, she can win the championship by count out. But Asuka technically never lost the belt. So that was yeah, that was part of Stephanie's oh God, it's 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 all so bad. Last week, when Stephanie made that announcement, her whole thing was because Asuka didn't win the match, she's not the champion anymore. So there would be no champion's advantage in this match with Sasha. So if either one of them got DQ'd or counted out, the other person would win. Theoretically, supposedly... This is supposed to favor Asuka, the babyface. Except it couldn't possibly. What good does it do to have your women's champion be decided via countout? Now, granted, this is a huge babyface move for Asuka. So if you're trying to establish Asuka as a super duper, you know, babyface... Mission accomplished. Because that's like the biggest Boy Scout goody two-shoes thing you could ever possibly do is be in the middle of a championship match, your friend is getting beat up, and you go and tend to them and give up your title. That's like friend of the year. Awesome. You're super de-duper. What does that do for Sasha Banks? What does that do for your women's championship? What does that do for a woman who is, whether you like her or not, is inarguably one of the best in-ring workers of her gender in all of wrestling to win it this way. What good does that do for her or the division? Because now the division is chasing someone who won the belt via countout. So what does that do for the division? She's a heel. She doesn't care how she wins as long as she wins. Yeah, I understand that. For her, I totally get, and even if she was a face, you know, if let's say in any situation, if you were given an opportunity to win a championship and you win it by any means, you're going to be happy that you won it, especially when you didn't necessarily cheat. It was kind of handed to you, but in terms of booking your raw women's champion and that division, this does nothing but make look, make Sasha and the division look dumb and weak. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I was I was watching SmackDown today and I'm sitting here thinking like man, without Becky and without Charlotte, this women's division is kind of weak. Well SmackDown's oh, SmackDown's women's division is anemic. But but raw, like Ruby Riot's having nothing matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shayna Baszler's in a program 
with uh, Nia Jax, who got kayfabe mm-hmm. fined or suspended for attacking a ref. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. So if 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 Nia Jax gets fined, fined for assaulting a ref, and then she took his shirt off. Why didn't Becky get fined for taking off the ref shirt in Bailey? What did I say, Becky? Yeah. My apologies. Why didn't Bailey get fined when she took the the shirt off the ref at the horror show? Because it's because it's because they don't know what they're doing. Because they don't know because the the left hand does not know what the right hand is doing. That's why. Why would you even pair Nia Jax with Shayna Baszler? Nia Jax <laughs> is coming back from injury. Is known as a Bosch machine, you know, has no momentum. Shayna Baszler, who was a dominant, you know, kick down the door kind of character, who you slowly start to disintegrate, was off TV for a while because they had nothing for her. You bring her back and you do this. Who's going to come out of this looking strong? Who does this benefit? Especially Nobody. when you're doing double countouts or double DQs and no contest and they're just brawling, what does that do for like? It's just oh man, they're the booking, the the booking on this show, especially for the women's division, is mind boggling. I don't understand where like where are you going? What is this supposed to accomplish? Because I promise you, it's not accomplishing that. I, what I think they need is a veteran female story writer for the women's division. I think they need a Molly Holly or a Lita or a Trish Stratus uh, to come in and and like help them out with female storylines. But just because, because they're good in-ring workers doesn't mean that they're going to be good creative. True, but... You got nothing else. You got nothing to lose. The storylines right now, it, you haven't had a good female storyline since Becky. Yeah. Since since Becky uh, uh, did her, her stone cold thing and, and was mm-hmm. the tweener, you know, she was the, the heel that was wasn't really a heel. She was a face. I mean, they have some stuff brewing over on SmackDown. With the two main female feuds, or one main—I don't know how you describe it—but Becky, Bailey, Nikki, Alexa, that 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 has bubblings on all four, you know, corners of that ring. And then what they what they started to do today with uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville has inklings of something decent. But other than that, like SmackDown's women's women's scene. Although mm-hmm. anemic, their storylines are better yes. than Raw's. Agreed. Agreed. Raw has better talent, but SmackDown has the better booking, other except for the whole Naomi and and uh, Lacey Evans nonsense. Was what what is oh my god. Uh, karaoke and then they're brawling because reasons. <sighs> hmm. What what else went on on Monday Night Raw while we're at it? Um, your favorite wrestler, uh, Randall Keith, Randall Randall Keith Keith is uh set to face Drew McIntyre. 
at uh, the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. And to to talk, continue to bash the booking, they announced this match first with zero heat in the middle of the Drew McIntyre Dolph Ziggler feud, and then have Randy Orton come out and RKO Drew McIntyre out of nowhere. I'm like, and that's hmm, how how little I, they care about Dolph Ziggler. So little about how they care about Dolph Ziggler. Oh, what? you're in a feud for the WWE Championship? We're going to give it to Randy. Yeah, last minute, they're just like, oh, never mind. Not a title match. What? What? Just, oh, my God. I. You know what this is? What? This is, this is a reaction to the abysmal ratings they've been getting. Mm. But how is this supposed to help? They're going backwards. They're doing it all wrong. I mean, hold on. Let me let me see the ratings for this week because if they they have to be atrocious because this this week's raw was, oh man. Uh, uh I I don't know, man. <sighs> you figured aside from Seth Rollins, Randy's your second biggest name. That's not a champion on Raw. So yeah, if you throw boring. him into the main event scene, maybe it'll boost the numbers. And yeah, you say he's boring, but he's no Brock Lesnar, but he has appeal. Bro, they did 1.46. That's low. 1.46 million. That's funny. All the WWE like like fangirls are always uh, AEW can't crack eight hundred, uh, can't crack a million, can't crack a million. It's like, guess what? When was the last time you guys cracked two million? When was the last time you guys cracked one point eight, one point six? What's gonna happen when Raw dips under a million for the first time in like ever? Fire sale. Oh, man. Uh, you don't get the I, reference. You didn't play Black Ops. You didn't play sorry. Zombies. Oh. But yes, it's going to be a fire sale. <coughs> Unbelievable. May get to the point where we may be able to buy WWE. Shoot, right? And book them better. Second least watch episode of the show in its history and third lowest ever in the key demo. What's the longest? What's the, sh- the, the shortest show? Uh, the, show, lowest rated? show. the lowest rated, yes. Wasn't that like last month? I don't remember. Uh, hold on. I can do the research. Um... I mean, aside from the ratings, their storylines have uh, this. The Seth trying to blind everybody isn't entertaining. Um, MVP basically making the nation of domination. Oh. Or what happened? I'm sorry. Go ahead. F- finish yours because you just reminded me about something else I wanted to complain about. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, or MVP making his his uh, his group and losing all the time. It's like, what's the point of that? And then you have Mustafa Ali on Raw. 
Mm-hmm. Loose. Mm-hmm. How do you have Mustafa Ali come back last week Just and then lose his first singles match on Raw? How does that make sense? Oh, my God. Thank you for saying it. I'm glad you said it. Oh, my God. Bro, when I saw him tap out, I legit was like, what? Can you tell I watched watched a lot of wrestling this week? Oh, my God. I'm so... Can you tell that I wish I hadn't watched a lot of wrestling this week? I'm right there with you. I'm t- I, we say a week after week, man. If we didn't have to like an obligation to the podcast, I would not watch WWE. Can't. It's. It's. I don't even understand. I don't even understand. Come on. Let's. Let's. Let's move on to a, a positive note. Let's go to AEW. Right. Wednesday night wars. Yay. Oh, that's not the reaction I thought I was going to get out of you. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> was the Joker from the Dark Knight? And here we go. I if you have anything positive to say about AEW, please shades do so now. Because once you're done, I'm going to use all the energy I have to just just be very angry. So please, please. Go ahead. Okay. So, um the one good thing about AEW this week was MJF's promo uh, challenging John Moxley for the AEW World Championship at All Out, which I called not necessarily Moxley versus uh, MJF, but MJF getting a title shot by All getting Out. Getting a title shot by All Out. Yeah. Um, his promo was great. MJF is absolutely the best heel in professional wrestling right now um and uh i'm jumping the shark i guess that's what that jumping the shark no 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 jumping the shark is when like you've surpassed coolness and you've now like super lame and corny oh that's never gonna happen to me um so <laughs> you're jumping the gun i am is what you're looking ooh, for i am jumping the billy gun and <laughs> nice MJF wins the AW championship at all out. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. That's an interesting prediction. He would do a lot better than Moxley is with the championship right now. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll we'll discuss that in further detail once we get closer. My lock of the night. Oh man. Okay. Okay, now you can rant. So, b- before I go ahead and rant, because I do want to disclose some, some, some things that are indifferent or positive, either way you want to slice it. Uh, Chris Statlander, some of you may know her as you know the alien who does the boop stuff. She has undergone surgery for a torn ACL, so she'll be out for quite some time. Uh, Eddie Kingston, who made his debut on AEW last week, challenging Cody for the TNT Championship, he has gone ahead and he has gone ahead and signed a contract, so he is officially signs AEW um, and one of the two debuts that took place last night or this past week on Dynamite was Matt Cardona formerly known as Zack Ryder made his appearance and debut with AEW to help Cody as he was being attacked by the Dark Order now 
this was not the only debut of a former WWE superstar that took place on this week's episode of Dynamite. Was it? No, no. There, there was a second debut of a former WWE superstar. And um, it, it took place in the in the women's division. You know, they're they're gearing up for their their tag tournament, where basically names are getting drawn out of a hat and they're getting paired together and they're having a tag tournament with random partners being assigned. Um, and and so we got a, a former WWE wrestler who who got who was who made their debut and who's going to be the partner of Nyla Rose, Sarah Sarah Logan. Nope, nope, not not Sarah Logan. No. No, hmm. a former WWE female superstar. Mm-hmm. It's not Gail Kim. Mm-mm. She's retired. Hmm. Who could it be? I'm stumped. Why? It's only the person who decided that their favorite match in WWE history was something stupid like Alicia Fox versus who knows who cares because Cameron, 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 Cameron. Hey, wrestling fans out there, do you remember Cameron? I bet you do. I bet you remember her as the dumbass who tried to pin Naomi while Naomi was on her stomach and then yelled at the referee, why aren't you counting the pinfall? I don't know, you dummy, because she's on her stomach. That's not how wrestling works. Cameron. Cameron was signed by AEW. Not, not Diana Parazzo a month ago when she was released the fantastic in-ring worker who's currently the knockouts champion. No, no, not her. No, Cameron. So even though this division is struggling and has been struggling since day one to establish itself, this division whose top star is an injured Britt Baker, a division who is trying to find their identity, who claims that they don't need anybody else, that they're happy with who they have, Signed Cameron? What wrestling acumen does this moron have? Who doesn't even know how to pin somebody? Oh, but Thrill, it was so long ago. Maybe she's gotten better. Considering she has no known in-ring work since she left WWE, I don't know how she could have gotten any better. So you're telling me that a company, a promotion, who's struggling to succeed in the women's division, who's getting blown out of the water by knockouts and impact, by Raw, by NXT, by SmackDown, who decided to pass up on Deanna Parazzo or on Kimberly or on anybody else who's been a free agent over the last year, signed Cameron? That's your solution. Cameron. And pairing her with Nyla Rose. So clearly it's not even going to be like a one-off squash match because you pair her with one of the bigger names of your division. For what? Why? Please, someone explain this signing to me. Because Tony Khan... Uh, 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 It's not a signing. She's just debuting. Oh, this could This could be... Just a couple of matches. This could easily be just to have Nyla Rose get eliminated from the tournament. So Nyla Rose is still looks strong and doesn't get pinned by... In, insert some random women wrestler here. 
are still a million other women they could have used. They had Eva Lee's versus Diamante last week. Use one of those two. Like, and Cheetah versus Diamante this week also. I, why not? Why? Why are we using Cameron? For what? That's not her name, though. What? I know, but that's how people know her. Her name is Ar- I was Ariane or Ariane Andrew, something like that. Yeah, Ariane Andrews. Sounds like sounds like an adult film actress. Stop. <laughs> Tony Khan, who's supposed to be this massive wrestling fan who has all this wrestling knowledge and he's like a, a wrestling savant, and Kenny Omega, who's arguably the greatest wrestler on, on the planet today, the two people responsible for hiring, not hiring, signing, bringing people in, and doing the booking for the women's division. How do you land on Cameron? On Ariane Andrews, whatever her flipping real name is. It doesn't make any sense. It is by far one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. That's like if, I don't know, if, if it's a 1995, Jordan's a free agent, and like the Knicks go, nah, we're not going to sign Jordan. We're going to sign Carrie Kittles. Like, what? What are you oh, doing? Don't, don't disrespect the man, Carrie Kittles. That was a good three-point shooter. <laughs> You're, you know what? You're right. You're right. That is an insult to Kerry Kittles. To equate him to to Cameron is a flat out insult to Kerry Kittles. I apologize. It's more like passing up on on Michael Jordan and signing that guy who you play at the park like three times a week, who thinks he's so good and just shoots bricks all day. That guy who doesn't even know that traveling is you know more than two steps. That Kevin guy. Oh. Disrespect. No one but you will get that reference. I know. I know. Never wore a shirt. So annoying. Just walking down the hallways all day shirtless. Like, Sir, this is school. Oh my god. I just Shades, you gotta you gotta help me understand this because I don't get it. I don't get I it. I can't. I can't. Um to be honest, this week uh they usually do their, you know, with Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's all elite, you know. Yeah. Um. Matt Cardona didn't get that. He just showed up, mm-hmm. you know. Uh. Uh. Arian Andrews. Arian Andrews. Uh. She just showed up. She didn't. She's not. You know. All elite. Right. If. If. She is signed to AEW. Bad job out of them. Like, extremely bad job out of them. Um, It honestly makes me question their decision making. 100%. How do you even, like, how do you even land here? Right? As, As Tony Khan or whoever is in charge of, like, even if it's a one-time appearance, even if it's like a, a paper appearance, right? Because it seems like that's what's going on with Eva Lise and Diamante also. If even if it's just a paper appearance, how did we get to a point where someone picked up the phone and was like, "Hey, what about Cameron? Like, how did that even happen? How is she in someone conscious? Like, did someone reach out to them? I I, I don't understand. I don't understand the machinations of how this happened. I don't get it." It doesn't make any sense to me. Nothing about this makes sense to me. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I have. I can't. I can't. 
argue. I have nothing to argue about. You know, like I, I, I agree with you one wholeheartedly. Um, AEW dropped the ball on this. There's, there's no if ands buts or nuts about it. Um, for me, the only way they redeem themselves with, with this fiasco, you sign Tessa Blanchard. You give her what she needs or she what she wants. You sign. She is the biggest name, free agent female right now. No, no, no. You're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But she comes with so much baggage. The pro. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. If not for COVID, because she was the hottest thing in wrestling prior to COVID. Sure. And oh yeah, you can't say if because if there wasn't COVID, then she wouldn't be out of her impact contract. Um, or would she? But, because again, there, there's always been rumors of her not being the easiest person to work with. I don't know. At this point, you gotta you you gotta redeem yourself. So the only thing that I can think of that makes sense to me is according to what I'm looking at right here, Cameron and Brandy Rhodes were in WWE at the same time. Mm-hmm. The only way that I understand how this happened is if they had stayed in touch over the years and through some conversation it came up like, hey, you want to do like a, a few appearances, put you in a couple matches, have you get squashed and just, you know, That'll be that. Cut a promo, have a match, call it a day. Like that's that's the only way that this makes sense to me is if they have they stayed friends and it came up in passing, and they somehow landed on this this horrific agreement. I can't. I'm so afraid to see her in the ring. Oh my god. Uh... Listen, I I don't want to dwell on this for too long. Okay. Okay. What would right. we say? Let's give her a chance. Let's see what her in-ring work is, and then we judge her. Yep, yep, you're right. You're right. You are right. Shades, you are right. You're right. You're right. Let's move on. Um, SmackDown? I mean, we, we didn't we just finish talking about SmackDown with Raw? I think the only thing that um, we didn't really... So there's two things that happened on SmackDown that we didn't really cover. And that's positive things, at least in my opinion. One positive and one question mark. Um, after weeks of not seeing Sonya, I mean, Mandy Rose and Otis on TV, they were finally there today. And, uh, like, Mandy Rose had planned this, like, perfect date for them, yada, yada, yada. She's like, hey, I'm going to go finish getting ready. You get ready, and then we'll meet up here. And Sonya Deville was in the background. So then we cut to later on. And Sonya Deville attacks Mandy Rose. And, like, at some point, she's, like, yelling at her. And she grabs a pair of scissors. And she just starts hacking away at Mandy Rose's hair. Um, she grabbed a, a pair of clippers to buzz her head. And that's when, like, officials came in to, like, interfere and break it up. So, I'm glad that they're doing this again. I, I'm No, correction. I'm glad that they're picking this back up. Because... Sonya Deville has been doing amazing work in this mic work, mic work and in ring work. Mm-hmm. Sonya Deville has been crushing it during this feud. 
So to see them come back to doing this again makes me very happy. The fact I'm impressed with Mandy Rose because when they left this, she was bloodied with her hair chopped. And she took it like, and like, you know, I guess I, more than other people, give Mandy Rose a lot of flack for like, you know, being more of a pretty face than being an actual in-ring worker. But mm-hmm. like she she took the she took the beating, walked out there with a the bloody nose, and is willing to let WWE chop her hair off for the sake of furthering a storyline with Sony Deville. Dude, that kind of commitment, I'm for it. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if nothing else, I'm I'm it's gonna turn me in her favor out of respect that she's willing to do what she wants, what she needs to do for the sake of the story, for the sake of, of, of a feud, for the sake of, of the art of professional wrestling. And so if nothing else, I'm again, I may not be a fan of her presentation, but if she can start to, to tie in the in-ring work with what seems to be the, you know, the actual dedication to the, to the craft, she, she might turn me around. I've always been a fan of Mandy. You know that. Yeah. Um, um, this feud definitely did die down, though, when Dolph <laughs> went to Raw. Right. And now they're picking it right back up, which is good. Um, and what is smart is the way that they're, they reintroduced Tucker. And they've reintroduced Tucker as not the jealous best friend that he seemed to be portraying earlier, but the supportive best friend. Because the Miz and John Morrison come into frame and they start cracking jokes using a bunch of like haircutting puns. And then Tucker steps in, steps to them, and like, yo, you think that's funny? This isn't funny. So I'm like, okay, okay. So now next week we'll probably get Otis and Tucker versus Miz and Morrison. And we're getting, you know, Tucker being the supportive best friend who's also protecting Mandy, not just, you know, don't hurt Otis. You know what I mean? It's yeah. adding elements to the whole story, which I'm digging. And using Miz and Morrison when they no longer have Dolph. Hey, hey, ho, 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 ho. You know, I'm again. The booking is better on SmackDown than on Raw, but you know, I hope this there. feud goes on with between Miz and Morrison and uh, Heavy Machinery because mm. I can't wait for another music video drop. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the main event of SmackDown is where the other interesting piece came to be. So, in the match that we mentioned earlier, Bailey retained her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship versus Nikki Cross. After the match, Nikki Cross is on the floor, she's all dejected, and Alexa Bliss comes over to try and console her, and uh, Nikki Cross shoves her down to the ground and like storms off to the back. Now, I initially, when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, man, we're going to get a heel turn. We're going to get an, a, a Nikki Cross heel turn. But instead, we just got the shove and storm off, which is, is doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> what? Uh, I, uh, <coughs> I'll tell you after you finish explaining the main event. Okay. So once that's done, now um, Alexa Bliss is in the middle of the ring on the floor looking confused, sad, upset, you know, hurt. Like she's doing, she's doing the emotional work. She's doing the work. And then all of a sudden you get the, the doom, 
where like parts of the lights are going out bit at a time and then we get red lights and that weird shrieky kind of sound in the background and it's the fiend the fiend is behind alexa bliss and he stares her down and then he gets her in the mandible claw which i did not see coming i was like oh snap okay we're doing this so he puts her in the mandible claw leaves her on the floor and that's how we sign off smackdown yeah this is um this is definitely a different element to wwe you don't really see man-on-woman violence anymore Mm -hmm. um so this is new it's refreshing actually um (laughs) that sounds so terrible out of context it does it It really does it's so refreshing to see a man be violent against a woman shane's woman beater question mark (laughs) (laughs) oh god now we just like it's cancel culture? Oh my god, we're gonna get me too or something. It's a wrap. Oh, well, there goes our podcasting career. Yeah. Um. So I laughed because I'm scrolling through Facebook. You know, while while we're on, you know, we're constantly looking for news just in case there's updates and or anything like that. Right. And I see a, a meme of the fiend giving the claw to Alexa Bliss, right. <laughs> and the, and the caption reads. Let me try not to laugh. I'm doing this. <sighs> okay. Oh. Thick, <laughs> thick juggalo dominates petite blonde. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing I don't get from this, or maybe maybe now that I think about it, why is Bray attacking Alexa, or is this just to further the Bray Wyatt? Braun Strowman feud because Alexa Bliss popped up in um, Braun Strowman's LSD trip. You know what's so funny is that at first I didn't understand. I was like, what is the point of this? And then you just said that and I was like, oh, he's using Bliss to get to Braun. Yeah. Which is dumb because Braun's been MIA since Extreme Rules. Yeah. So theoretically, he already won. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So I was, okay. So I was, at first, I was confused. I was intrigued. I didn't know what to make of it because I didn't, I couldn't figure out what the, the booking of it was. But now that you've explained it the way, like, you know, that he's using Bliss to get to, to Braun, now I don't like it because it's dumb. Because it I don't, though. it makes sense because they made it make sense. By including her in the acid trip from Extreme Rules. If you don't do that, like, and, and this was my issue, this was exactly what I said my issue was when they did that. I said, I don't want them to do this stupid, brawn, unrequited love thing for Alexa Bliss. We already saw someone do that on the internet the other day. <laughs> that was another, <laughs> that's another meme I saw, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know if you knew about it. The guy who paid four hundred dollars to ask her on a date just for to turn him down. Yeah, it's a picture of the Big Show's face, like really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it's like Bray Wyatt putting his fingers on Alexa Bliss's mouth for free. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man, what's wrong with the internet?" The internet, not- the internet's terrible. But uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want this to be like. It's so it's it's so passe. I really wish we were an adult, like like you know. 
<laughs> like, like a TV grapple, MA. Gra- grapples out, grapples to apples after dark. I would. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, no! You guys are lucky. We're family friendly here. A family show here, folks. I don't know. I, whatever. You know what, Shades? Yes, sir. In the world of professional wrestling, there are good seats. This week, there were a lot of bad ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the rotting tree Oof. in the putrid garden ah. and the forest on fire. Jesus. That, that is professional wrestling. Because is that not what it's been since the pandemic? <laughs> With the whole hashtag speaking out and the horrible booking, is it not a blaze? It's been bad. <laughs> it's been bad. But we've anyway. had good stuff. We've had good matches. Let's uh let's let's talk about our goods and bad seeds. You wanna go first? Hmm. Do I even have a good seed? I got one. I got one. Okay. Um It's WWE reigniting the Mandy Rose mm-hmm. and Sonya Deville feud. Yep. That is also my good seed. It wasn't sweltering hot like it no, is in, in, in these shades of sexual palace right now, but it but had we can heat. Get there. Yeah, for no, sure. It had heat. And now it, it went from like heat to ice cold back to heat mm-hmm. really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I agree. That's 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 my good seed. I'm guessing that's your good seed as well. That is also my good seed, yes. I'm pretty sure our bad seeds are the same. Okay, go ahead. AEW gets the bad seed this week with the whole uh Arian or Ariane or Andrews, whatever you want to call her, um booking her for this uh the Deadly Doubles tournament, that's what it's called? I don't I don't even know. I don't even want to know. Now that Cameron's involved, I don't even care. So what's your bad seed? Definitely, 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 definitely AEW is part of it, but I want to say the whole week. Excluding Impact, because I don't know what happened this week on Impact. I'm not going to lie, I missed it. Um, but, oh, it's all bad. The The booking over on Raw is horrendous. The This... AEW doing with this Cameron nonsense, just mind-bogglingly, frustratingly stupid. NXT fawning over Dexter Loomis, which is just becoming awkward at this point. It's all of it. Go away. Go away. All of it. Go away. Baron Corbin, like picking a, a fight with. Matt Riddle through other people with his King's Ransom. All, all of it. Go away. I oh, yeah, am talking to Shorty G, right? Yeah, Shorty like, oh, G, Jeff God. Hardy. So, yeah, I would have offered you the King's Ransom, but I know you won't take it. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I thought your rant was over, man. It all sucked. I'm sorry, but wrestling this week, aside from a few things, was trash. It all sucked. 
Man, if, if, if wrestling is bad next week, you won't have an episode of recap and review. You'll just have us arguing about old pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, can can we wrap, bro? Can we get can we get out of here? I don't know. Can we? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. Subscribe to Apple, subscribe to the number two. Apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Play Music, you got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible unless it's more stuff about Cameron. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why because baby, that's who I is joined by my hetero life mate. Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general shades. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to check out our episodes. Last week, this week, next week, and every other week is an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling life. Peace. Peace and love.